Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia and together with me, Sunanda Vashisht. Hi, Sunanda. Hi, Adit. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. What a week it's been. Um, I was just telling Sunanda off air, um, you know, we were just looking about the news we wanted to discuss this week and it's just not been a happy week. I mean, there has just been so one sad news after the other coming in. Um, of course, there was the Amritsar train incident that happened yesterday, which left more than 59 people dead. Yeah. Um, I think the last I read, it was 59 or 60. 60, 60, 60 yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, I, I hope hope that's where it stops and the doctors are able to save the others that are injured and seriously ill um it's 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 scary what's happened so we'll talk about that uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, the new evidence that came in the case of Jamal Koshagi and what the saudi response was which was quite frankly bizarre for that matter uh, the indian media media has been very bizarre about jamal khashoggi no one is talking about him not just indian media the world media itself. no no the world media has taken it up in a big way the western no, no. media has taken it western, up in a big way western has inter- well western you're talking about american media and that's what i'm saying no european the, media also has taken but the American media way. has only taken it up because of what Tra- after Trump, Trump said. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think. But yeah. care, we'll talk about that Whatever, later. Yeah. So that's there. Uh, the Shabrimala thing that happened uh, with the court order being there and then the tensions in Kerala. So we're going to have a separate discussion. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about Sabrimala, but then we're going to get some experts and have just a podcast or a discussion or something. We're planning it just on Sabrimala. Okay. So be in tune for that. But we'll talk a little bit about that in this podcast because it was dominated news this week. And then in politics, then, of course, you had the... Um, States like Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, Chhattisgarh all going into polls. So there was a lot of political thing. Jaswant Singh's son apparently joined the Congress. Yes. Is what I read. It was on cards for a long time. Uh-huh. And they finally... So uh, Jaswant Singh is in coma and has been in coma for, for about four, four years, years now. now. Yeah. More than... I mean, I think August or September 2014 is when yeah. he slipped in. slipped in coma and, and he hasn't recovered after that. Yeah. So, so many things that have happened. Mm. But I think, uh, what do you want to start with, Sunanda? Tom, it's a tragedy. I mean, my mm. heart goes out. And at the same time, I'm just so furious. Mm. Such a preventable, um, you know, accident. It wasn't as if the, you know, uh, the tracks broke or the train incident or something mm. happened mm. or a technical mm. snag or mm. anything. Mm. But people on a live track for a dashera celebration which part of the world does it happen no, and I, I think first of all we need to get over this whether there was permit issued or permit not issued even if it was issued I, I, I don't know all the facts of the case no no the thing is no no first of yeah. all um, let me just one point hmm. there should not be any permit issued for that it is a freaking hazard you know, electric hazard, this train I mean many so many things could go wrong and look at the area it was not even lit up yeah. So, I mean, it is unreal. No, and not just that, my question is, A, the administrative, the local administration erred in a big way. I mean, how can you have um, thousands of people there for a um, Shara, um, uh, whatever, celebration, celebration. and, uh, you know, in middle of a railway track or whatever. Oh. And then um, people themselves... I mean, you know trains pass, this is a live track, trains pass through this area. What were you thinking? No, so com- the I communication mean, just, gap and then, then it was an unmanned crossing. 
um which is a big problem but the government is the modi government has actually taken, taken it up quite, in way. quite a big way um i saw this abhishar sharma report that he did something about um for the wire where he talked about that oh the train's headlight was not there and stuff and i that bummed me a little bit of course that is an issue the train's headlight not working uh, the big light on the the front portion of the train is is an issue but bigger issues are if the train was on a curve um uh, were there any beacons indicating you know that the track the, about the crossing mm-hmm. were there any indicators for the driver was there any communication and even though you said that the driver had no way of knowing which i agree on the curb what was the permitted speed you know these are things like it, there has to be a proper engineering report done on the Which safety qaqc so many things needs to happen like there needs to be a quality compliance check adit there are about last i know about 5 or 6 bridges that have fallen in um west bengal i haven't heard one kuch saal pehle jo flyover calcutta mein hua tha usi ka nahi suna and and then then you have journalists making all these see i again i don't understand you question the railway minister sure you know why but when you are doing a report when you do a thorough investigative report you are actually supposed to find the chain of command mm-hmm. where 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 the uh, erring happened and then you can say the railway minister okay this this and this divisions are not doing their duty as it's supposed to but ye kya this is quick journalism right ek minute ka whatsapp video analyze karke ye bhayanak conclusion aa gaya i mean engineers ki zarurat hi nahi hai matlab aap sab whatsapp video dekh ke analyze kar do aap that pissed me off yeah i think this overall was just a disaster it was such a no and it's it's, it's 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 a tragedy that in this day and age this was a completely avoidable, avoidable tragedy avoidable tragedy i told you yeah this is not some hurricane or yeah, cyclone or natural disaster yeah. you know we lost about the same people through this as we lost due to hurricane titli in odisha or something i yeah. think the casualty uh, of course the disaster was a lot but i'm just telling you the yeah. gravity, gravity of how bad it was yeah. and look at and all in fraction of a second Fraction of a, I mean, I so I'll tell you, Sunanda, when you sent me that link to the yeah, video on Twitter, right? I did not expect this. मुझे लगा कि कहीं दूर से होगा, but that train suddenly comes and I, I, I horrified. It's, it's horrifying. It's absolutely. I wish horrifying. you could see our face. I mean, we are horrified. horrified. Yeah, I mean, my heart but, goes out to the people who. Yeah, you know, and they'll the be in our prayers. Uh, and I mean, it's, it's such a tragedy. But I hope um, the responsibility is laid at the. proper doorstep i mean there is thorough investigation and uh, there is no but you know all said and done life is cheap in india but sunanda mujhe ye... i don't understand how politicians can get away with it how local authorities can get away with it how how things like that can happen do people not even value mujhe life? par mujhe ek cheez bhi pata nahi chalta and it's so bad such is such deplorable such is the deplorable state of journalism in india the first thing shekhar gupta's reaction after this was something ajayb about the bullet train. Yeah. In fact, this would not have happened with a bullet train. <laughs> exactly. So, what? What is he trying to do? So, what? See, that's the problem. You have this lazy investigative videos made in one day without having any facts, like based on analy- analyzing the studio lazy studio journalism. Right. And Twitter way, and then she goes by saying that. Hashtag journalism. Huh? That. Hey, I jumped the conclusion. Yeah. No shit, you did. Yeah. and this is exactly what you used to deride back in the days when they would sit uh, on high horses and say that oh don't jump to conclusions early so it's kind of tragedy yeah. that um, you know questions need to be asked sunanda but we have to make sure the right questions are asked and we have the right people asking the questions who want actually a solution and not just some uh, thousand hits on their website that day so 
um sorry if i yeah. came out strong but this just has affected me very personally yeah. so um so that was that uh, the second big tragedy that happened was the saudi explanation of jamal kushagi's uh, or kashogi's um uh, death yeah, in the embassy dilly dallying and then explanation and this whole cover up uh now they have put a investigative team that will be led by um, mbs himself the crown prince himself <laughs> it's a joke and then uh, trump coming out and saying that it was some rogue elements who did it now they have come out and no, said I, that I, he... I, I i think someone should have asked define rogue right i mean that that that's a legitimate question isn't it when you say rogue element house of south huh? house of south is rogue i'm I mean, not going to say anything yeah uh, yes. so but anyway i have i uh, i have been talking about jamal khashoggi for we talked about it, him in, in the last, last podcast. podcast before that also i have been tweeting about him and sunanda categorically we categorically took, took a position that this did happen in the embassy at that time in concert, although yeah. uh, although they were not taking a position now they have and now they said they something about there was there is a fight that Fist broke out uh, for something that happened yeah. And, and the craziest part, and I tweeted the a link to the New York Times report, and uh, so you must read the report if you haven't re- yet. It, it was published yesterday. I did. That there is no sign of the body, and the Saudis said that we gave the body somewhere or some yeah. sort of disposal. And according to the Turks, I think it was dismembered. I I don't know. The right? Turkish authorities they had um, CCTV cameras everywhere, so they um, that's why they have been able to corroborate this. And they say that the body was dismembered and disposed. Posed off. No one. See, this is where. murky shit, man. Yeah. And 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 now they're saying that some internal investigation will be launched and something. Eighteen people are arrested. Yeah. I don't know, right? The first thing is like ever since this has come out, the story and this happened in the first week of October. It's just been murky business. Uh, there have been claims, counterclaims, and then this weird sort of narrative. But there which, is one good thing that has come out of it. As uh, as much as I am um, just uh, you know heartbroken about uh, the journalist Jamal Khashoggi. One good thing that has come out of it is that I see tons of articles that have come out about um, uh, uh, the relationship between United States and Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Stuff how deeply problematic, how deeply problematic it is. Mm-hmm. Something that people never talked about. Mm-hmm. Something that was always brushed under the carpet. I mean, something that was, it, it I was don't the, think anything was... will come out of it. Uh, MBS and um, Queen, uh, I mean King Salman, they are very, very powerful. I don't think it's not Trump. If Obama would have been here, he would not have been able to do anything about Saudi Arabia as long as they are dependent on oil. Nothing is going to happen. So I don't think anything will change. But what I'm happy about mm-hmm. is the spotlight on U.S.-Saudi toxic relationship. I mean, this toxicity that has bred around, you know, Middle East, and that is, you know, that is something that needs to be exposed. But I'll tell you this: I I agree with you, of course. But I'll tell you something: the only reason why U.S. media started taking up was because, because they Trump, wanted to get a, uh, Trump, Trump made that statement. Absolutely. So you know, it's me. It's not like U.S. media had some moral uh, no, 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 wash. And this was a U.S. reporter for Washington Post. I mean, he was not an American reporter, but you know what I mean. He was for an American uh, newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And Washington Post was the only one taking it up. permanent resident of united states yeah. yeah and um and that was the problem so uh, i'm glad there are questions being raised john oliver did a fabulous show, show. fabulous show yes uh, on um, u.s saudi relationship yeah and 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 that's the thing 
till the left leftist media also takes it up along with the because there is a weird sort of thing because you have the uh, right of right wing media in us who might take a position on islamist terrorism but they are big on defense spending and that is what you, trump used to justify strong relations with saudi arabia mm-hmm. but so they have two position on the uh, islamist islamists one position on that and one position of that and mm-hmm. there is the conundrum about what they should do and then you have the uh, leftist media who will take a strong position against defense spending mm-hmm. but have a odd position islamist terrorism so you know the twain shall never meet shall never meet so i i don't know what's going to happen but what you but said but i'm happy about the spot questions I'm are being raised happy people are talking about this relationship i'm happy people are understanding that how much hypocrisy there lies um, about united states talking about democracy but everywhere. i'll tell you something and this Except is uh, the, my friend namrata on twitter she said um, that a lot of people were saying that hillary clinton will be closer to saudi than trump would ever be i mean do you suspect that this would have been any different than that no. i mean people forget that was the first country that trump visited as president no so. i have always said that uh, if um, obama would have been uh, in power no everyone would have been i mean they would have acted the same exactly so i mean that's that's what it is um, uh, in the the immortal uh, immortal lines of um, uh, a hindi song na bivi na bachcha na baap na bhaiya the whole thing is that ke bhaiya sabse bada rupaiya truly truly in this relation sabse bada rupaiya i know so i don't think any else thing else can sum yeah. it up but so um, so that's that was one story the second story uh, of the week or the third story of the week um, we want to talk a little bit about was the shabrimala protests um and sunanda has been one of the few people i mean there have been many people of course talking about it but one of the few people who has been saying a lot apart from a lot of ready to wait activists that when this whole supreme court order happened and stuff you have to understand which are the women who are trying who are the women who are trying to enter who want are, to- yeah are they the real devotees who feel that they are deprived of this or are they quote and quote activists who just want to score their rabble rousers rabble rousers and these th- i'm 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 afraid to say that this week we saw the more of the latter where there were a lot of quote we and quote we only saw the latter yeah, we quote, only saw yeah i was being kind but yeah only saw the rabble rousers so there are to, women who are going this is not a picnic spot huh. so there are women who are actually going there and they're out of spite you know that is what you know it's a very arduous journey Ardu- no but from they're what going out of sp- they're out no, no, of spite so no, no, my, my question is actually like i'm trying to poke you in your eye that kind of a deal it's literally i'm it's not about equality it's not about anything it's about i'm trying to poke you in your eye why would a a christian woman a muslim woman and an atheist woman and i don't mind their i mean they can go as long as if they are devotees of ayappa by all means but none of them are and they will go um, i heard that somebody went with a sanitary napkin to the temple i mean what kind of rubbish no, is so this no so the motive what is the motive the motive is darshan the motive is just to prove a point because the supreme court has said so or the motive is to make a name for yourself because aapko pata hai ki yahan pe to aapko publicity milegi yeah. that Actually, is the, the real question head priest of sabri mala did a phenomenal job the other day he said you know what i'll do because none of the women have been able to reach sabri mala the sanctum sanctorum yet uh, because the devotees um, will not let them mm. and the nicest thing actually the um, head priest said he said you know let me just close the temple 
I will just close the tab. Sunanda, it's sad that it's, it's come sad, to this. Sad, but it's come like, to this. Are, 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 is this is this the way forward for all? You know, we have talked now? about it, and uh, anyone who is hearing this podcast for the first time, I probably should say a line about this. But uh, you can always go back to our uh, earlier podcast. We've always said that exclusion is not um, in any way, um, uh, you know, discriminatory. There are hundred other Ayappa temples where women can go, and this is not being discriminative. I mean, nobody is discriminating against women. Every place has a rule book, or in every place has mm. a um, you know set of traditions that they follow. Mm. It doesn't hurt anyone, and if a change has to come, then it does not have to come from Supreme Court in De- New Delhi. The change will come from that community that follows Ayappa. The change will not Absolutely. come from you, Adit Kapadia, or me, Sunanda Vashisht, or um, so and so Lordship. Mm. The change will come from people who actually support the temple, who actually go to the temple, and who are uh, beneficiaries. Of the temple so at some point if they feel that yes it needs to be changed so well go ahead that is how it is absolutely so that's how the things will have to um, you know go ahead and i just think that this is terrible and it's just this, and this poking in the eye unnecessarily and on purpose is something see, that exactly. is undermining no, I, so i'll give you an example right because people say that see personally i am i don't have that strong positions because i emotionally was not as much connected yeah. with Obviously. the Sabrimala temple because I was not aware of yeah, all yeah. this the whole thing my friends told me about it and I fully support the people who are devotees yeah. because you know of course it's their right right this is what but I'll give you an example uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mumbai mein, Raj Thakre's uh, morons came, <laughs> and, came and ate meat outside a very Devstan yeah, of Jainism mm-hmm. and Jainism abhors meat consumption mm-hmm. you know now you are against meat bans Okay, fair enough. You uh, go outside the government, keep a dharna. Keep your shop open, man. Mujhe koi farag nahi hai. Bejo aapko agar kisi animal ko kaat ke paisa banana hai. That's up to you. That's your dharma. It's not my dharma, right? But the, why would you do it outside my uh, religious place where there are uh, ascetics going, where there are very devout souls? Jinnon ne kisi ka kuch bhi nahi bigada. See, that is unnecessary provocation. Aur wahi ho raha hai. I'm not comparing the idol to. I'm just comparing no, the provocation. Yeah, unnecessary provocation. So, no unnecessary. Reason, yeah, no yeah. So, so and, and, and likewise, I would, I would, no one, I would never want anyone else to do it at another religious piece yeah, of yeah, worship yeah. right I mean no but uh, at some point if Christians feel that there should be a female Pope then yes then Christians can go around and um, uh, you know talk about it if at some point Muslims feel that women should be allowed inside mosques then they should go and do um, huh? it's their uh, thing I don't believe that a law can bring about a social change unless people are ready for it so now you will say oh but then the Sati because this is a famous leftist um argument that is the only argument that they have they'll come back and say oh but look sati was also if there would have been no law sati would not have been changed how prevalent was sati how many deaths of sati actually happened you know sati is not actually something that you know happened in every household you know those were very few and rare instances that happened so i'm glad the law came in and um, banned it but that does not mean that um, you know um, this uh, Sabrimala is the same thing or uh, whatever. No, but at then, some point, then Sunanda, we are going down a dangerous path, right? Agar is maybe that's that if that's what you want to do, mm. then you can do that in other things also, right? Then other faiths also. Why are you not saying that there should be female bishops? Why are you not saying that women should be allowed in mosques? Exactly. So yeah. this is a little bit of a. Mm, 
argument of the confused so anyways that's our project we'll have a detailed discussion on this but now in part 2 we want to talk about the other issues and another thing that pissed Sunanda and I off was the among other things amongst other things this week was Vinod Dua's keyed response why I called it that stay tuned so i think one of the most powerful things to to come out of the me too movement has not just been the stories and things but it's been the courage of women to recall the horrors of what has happened to them in the past and name and shame those predators absolutely in fact there is one that came out before you talk about the one that we were talking about before i forget a very important thing that has come out by first post this um, yesterday uh, about talib hussein Uh, the man talib hussein the man who was who had been lionized by left liberal media about uh, he was at the forefront of oh, katwa rape case correct, 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 he correct, was correct. first the instances in the news came that his wife had um, uh, you know filed a case um, of you know uh, torture against him and now there is a woman who was part of that team and she has written a horrid account a searing account of how he raped her raped her. i mean not even um this was not sexual molestation or anything or suggestive remarks or anything he so was was he this is he raped her while he was leading the charge for anti rape against w- w- this so uh, was he a part of indira jaising's group he was part of indira jaising's group and indira jaising today said um, released um, uh, comment on that lawyers collective that she's not she will not have anything to do with him but how can you i mean tell me how perverted can you be that you are at a forefront of anti rape <laughs> um uh, you know uh, this whole movement and you go and rape another person yourself so let me tell you these lines sunanda which came from probably the best one of the best pieces i've seen this week on me too uh, written by you <laughs> thank you uh because i <clears throat> i think it was a very important piece and um the reason i'm saying it is because this is exactly what it, he she uh, she talks about right uh, about um, uh, uh, the basically the toxic grip of a powerful of man. man right so he she talks about basically what what that man was correct where she talks about the sophisticated power, powerful man was socially liberal spoke perfect english excelled in sarcasm believed in gender equality on every platform that was available to him he spoke about making the ground level for women he had no interest in mundane issues his time was fruitfully spent on imagining the new world order and how women would play an important role in shaping it he spoke eloquently about how flawed our democracy what was if we did not have enough opportunities for women women that was his public profile when we were hypnotized enough with the public profile we were exposed to the dark side of the man he was pretty petty perverted and did not understand or care for consent that he found us worthy of his attention meant that we should be eternally thankful to him he did not understand the term harassment we did not understand the term victim that line is probably one of the most powerful line written because you know just imagine a lot of people are saying you why did this thing come after 20 years yeah. after 10 years because they did not understand a lot of people yeah. did not understand what was happening to them you know they were made to believe that this was par for the course and it was yeah. not it was just people trying to make an honest living and one pervert exploited them yeah 
And again, I would like to say that there have been people against whom there are multiple allegations and there have been people against whom there is one allegation or two allegations yeah. or something. Of course, you know, uh, if they want to take the legal course, it's perfectly within their rights, yeah. right? But the fact is you can't just brush away everything under the carpet saying that Okay, so we saw in the MJ Akbar case that MJ Akbar resigned and yes. then he is going to uh, uh, take legal options. His lawyer, I think, was Geeta Luthra, who, and who happened to be the lawyer of Tarun Tejpal, who was on NDTV on Big Fight talking about these issues. But this conflict of interest. I know. And I'm sure nobody questioned her. No, Vikram Chandra hasn't responded to my tweet. It yeah. has more than three, four, two or three hundred tweets, retweets or something. Because I was like, I, and this was before I knew she was representing Akbar. I know. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so anyways, now we come to the Vinod Dua allegation. Yes. So there was this one filmmaker. Another sophisticated had, liberal man. Oh, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I the the senior journalist you bolte whatever. Yeah, one of the most senior huh. TV journalists. Uh, yeah. So, um, one filmmaker alleged that Vinod Dua had done something i'm i'm not going to repeat it mm. uh, you can read about you it can but read he about did, it her uh, account yeah, and he, it was uh, it was uh, right and he said something on his he was he has a show on uh, the wire the leftist media website where he talks about issues and stuff and of course puts his own spin to it whatever you know he's well within and right tries to do so but the end of his one of his show he went on a tirade where he said something about uh, he ch- called charges on him kitchen he said mudslinging had been done. Mujh pe keechad fengka gaya, which meant that this is mudslinging. No, he said, something like that. I don't exactly remember what he said. But, um, uh, and the reason I don't remember is because Wyatt took parts of the video out, oh. re-edited it, and only put a part where he said that he is on a week-long suspension. I watched the whole thing initially because it took a while for Wire to uh, take it out and issue that apology. And no matter how what how much of a high ground they take, the fact is that it was only after there was tremendous outrage in social media did they do that otherwise i don't understand how it passed the editorial desk or maybe we do understand how it passed the editorial desk who knows i mean whatever it was disgusting uh, that he was allowed uh, a two three minute platform to completely go and do this uh, without you know there being any investigation or something like that and uh, people were rightfully questioning people uh, close to Mr. Dua as well who were taking a very uh, open stance but then uh, sort of turned hypocritical here another case that came out was Mr. Jatin Das the painter who yes. there were some grave charges against him well again people My close to women. people close to Mr. Jatin Das had signed pledges saying that they would never work with such people yeah. who have proven uh, who are proven like that and now they say that they, uh, they are with them with them so yeah. you know that is that is the that is the reality and that's what I I kept saying the hypoc- the real question about me too is people like people are are due processes being followed in this are there processes being followed where these charges lead to something you know proven against them and are there people in the establishment trying to prevent the truth from coming out that's what we have to find out but any closing comments Sunanda, on this Vinod Dua thing no, I just think that this I whole, felt um, very strongly, I felt very strongly about it and I tweeted about it. Uh, the way he said that he was, it was almost as if he was doing a favor by 
not doing a show for one week. He's like, I am giving you one week to do your investigation and I won't be here. It's almost like I'm doing a, a favor. Uh, yeah, what a Tarun Tejpal thing. Uh, laceration. Yeah, uh, you know, that all that garbage. And the look on his face, you knew that he didn't mean a word. You knew that he was just trying to mock the whole movement. You knew that he was just uh, upset that, you know, anybody should have pointed it out. You know, how dare you kind of a deal. Um, the, the kind of... क्वेश्चन people who are close to you absolutely it's just terrible terrible, terrible. absolutely so <clears throat> anyways um uh, hope the truth comes out and uh, more power to the victims who are fi- who are coming out with yeah, their stories absolutely uh before we end we want to talk about uh, jammu and kashmir there were polls today where the bjp won 43 out of 75 in kashmir in kashmir um and they, they were, yeah. oh, no hold on was it 43 out of 75 in kashmir 43 out of 75 in, in jammu in 43 jammu. out of 75 in jammu yeah, jammu yeah, yeah, and yeah. in kashmir also they won a significant uh, amount of seats which yeah. seats ka bhi counting independent, ho raha independent independent one in, uh, 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 most I'll so let's talk about it she has the facts <laughs> from the verb from no 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 the bjp it secured a major uh, victory in jammu municipal corporation they oh. won 212 out of 520 wards leaving 110 for the congress independent candidates scored about 185 um and uh, the bjp managed its highest tally ever of 92 wards in jammu district alone securing absolute majority mm-hmm. while the congress and independents scored 28 and 34 um the party did not fare as well in the municipal communities in other districts though mm-hmm. uh, but in jammu they did well which is always the thing its second best showing was in kathua um so uh, in spite of the kathua rape case and everything it's interesting to know that they did quite well in kathua mm. um where they won 34 of um, wow. 80 wa- um, wards while congress won 19 and independent won 27 then in samba district again they won um, out of the 56 wards they won 18 which is uh, so bjp let me ask you this because there there are, there are issues where people i will say, also oh, talk sorry, about well, uh, yeah then you ask me questions let me just do this uh, the facts first then 53 out of 132 wards in four districts of south kashmir remember mm-hmm. south kashmir is uh, anantnag and all those anantnag kulgam pulwama and shopian so remember south kashmir has been in the grip of उटनल पार्टी नेशनल कॉन्फ्रेंस एंड 
PDP, People Democrat, People's Democratic Party, they refused to um, contest. And a lot of these elections in Jammu, of course, it was legitimate. But in, in Srinagar also, it was Kashmir also, it was legitimate. But a lot of these people won unopposed because there was nobody against them mm. because the biggest uh, thing. And the, um, uh, in Jammu, we, they had about 70% polling. In Kashmir, the polling was, um, you know, only 3, 3.4%, 5%, mm. 6%, that uh, kind. But I said something, I made a set of three tweets a little um, earlier on, on Twitter and I said, it's very important that in Kashmir, in Jammu and Kashmir, that every Indian government does free and fair elections. That is an article of faith that cannot change. I have said it repeatedly. Uh, and Bihari since Bajpai 2002, it, it's been unchallenged. Yeah. Atal Bihari Vajpayee, PVNR, and uh, Mohan Mohan Singh. P- PVNR uh, in 1990? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Which I that. thought he, uh, because the 96 elections were sort of iffy diffy uh, No, but 96 elections were the first elections that <coughs> to were happen. held after, uh, after the... So yeah. he does get the credit for that. So uh, PVNR Simarao, Atal Bihari Vajpayee. Uh, Manmohan Singh, they all have been able to, whatever their Kashmir policy, they've been able to hold collection, uh, elections and this is very, very And no, no, time. and for that matter, even in 2014, Narendra Modi's government. No, 2014, um, because, yeah, huh, uh, the state, uh, state elections. State, elections, huh? yeah, state, state elections, yeah, state elections, that has happened. And after, but, but remember, state election came right off around... No, but fair uh, it was yeah. a free and fair election. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. And with 70% plus, like... Uh, highest turn, ever. Highest ever, ever. Something highest like ever. that, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, but uh, let me just ask you, didn't the elections happen, state elections happen uh, before the... Um, Lok Sabha? No, Lok Sabha. they happened in December 2014. Okay. That's when Mufti and they tied up. Tied up, right. So, um, that, yeah, so that happened. And after that, it has been after PDP and um, uh, national, I mean, um, BJP joined forces. We know that it hasn't, it wasn't rosy always. Mm. And South Kashmir especially. Um, so, I have said that it does not matter who wins in Kashmir. Mm. It does not matter who is, um, how, what the percentage of polling is. Of course, we would like to have it more than what it is. Mm. But elections should happen at a regular time. Mm. Indian government should be able to do that. Mm. And in that sense, it's a wonderful thing that it happened. And, um, you know, uh, let's just hope that they're able to hold the general elections in 2019 right. along what with is, the... What is fascinating, and because a lot of, there were a lot of uh, reports being that Jammu is disenchanted with BJP. Yeah. But <clears throat> BJP the, has almost, if not... I mean, it's not bettered, but it's almost kind of repeated, repeated its performance, its performance in, Jammu. in the local bodies. So yeah. is it that Jammu is voting with BJP because they are more disgusted with the Congress than the BJP? Or is it that the disenchantment is not as much as we see? See, the disenchantment is? was there for the longest time. I have seen it. Uh, but it could also be that there's some amount of polarization that happened because mm. Jammu and um, Katwa voted for uh, BJP, Jammu City and Katwa. Uh, but there is also uh, a lot of effort has been done in last few months now and mm. when they you know stared at the face of defeat uh, some um, you know some attempts have been made to uh, sort of make inroads mm. into the hearts and minds of people let's see how that uh, works out yeah um, I mean you know just for the sake of the state yeah, we yeah. Wish it doesn't matter who wins I never worry about who yeah. wins in Kashmir I mean as long as the elections are held and, and it's free um, and fair and it's free and fair and uh, people feel and I'm sure the Modi government coming. is working towards it yes. spe- especially with the Lok Sabha coming um, you know it's going to be a big challenge there yeah. so so anyways, that uh, we move on to the recommendations part of this podcast. So uh, Sunanda, you go I first. Re- Achha, I go first. 
that means i have to think now <laughs> <laughs> because i haven't thought about it whatever yet. so i watched this uh, show on the season 3 of uh, man in the high castle on amazon prime it's uh, <clears throat> it's a show i mean i've recommended it the first two seasons before it's a fascinating show set in the uh, like a dystopian reality where uh, what if the axis powers had won the world war and a third of united states was controlled by the nazi germanies a third by japanese and the third was free and it's a very oddly um in engaging tale it's based on a book so i would recommend watching that it's a different uh, different show and something to just uh, you know take home yeah i you know i haven't been i have been watching a lot of um, actually coke studio <laughs> um so i am just going to recommend you know uh, a few editions of actually coke studio pakistan <laughs> that i have been watching because they do it really well um so um i thought that you know some of them that i've been watching some of the punjabi songs that they do they do really well so actually that just actually started on my phone right now oh. but so that phone is quite prescient yes way. so uh, i have just spent this time watching coke studio what uh, one or two songs if you want to no i'll tweet them if i have because i right now i don't remember what uh, i know one jugni song that jugni i is heard is yeah. quite but quite other good. than that also i mean i mean i'm sure songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, so, I'll tweet them uh, i i don't know I, i've listened to a few coke studio ones not all of them have completely captured my attention maybe i'll check those ones that sunanda tweets out yeah some of them are really good <clears throat> okay great to know so uh anyways that brings us to the end of this podcast next week we'll try and do one on sabrimal or something and a very special and interesting interview coming up as well uh i don't want to reveal anything about it so stay tuned on mind makers uh keep reading the pieces and keep sending us your feedback uh y'all y'all's feedbacks may uh, you know makes us work uh, our butts off and make sure to make mind makers you know worth reading and worth your time so Thank you all and we'll be back next week. Thank you.